1: You're listening to the Emerald Flow Show on the Voices of Wrestling Podcast Network. Welcome to episode 23 of the Emerald Flow Show. We're a podcast on the Voices of Wrestling Podcasting Network. You can follow us on Twitter at Emerald Flow Show. And you can go to voicesofwrestling.com to do- donate to the show. And any donations are greatly appreciated. And if you use Apple Podcasts, leave us a 5 star review. I'm Ger- Gerard Di Trello here with Paul Vosch. Paul, how are you doing today? doing pretty good. Uh,
0: just during the night, we think we had like the first kind of proper fall storm of the year. I mean, now that it is also actually kind of fall temperatures at the end of November, <laughs> middle of November rather. Yeah. So yeah, now it is actually properly fall for like, I guess, half a month until we launch into winter.
1: Uh, we got the first little bit of snow here, but it was just a tiny tiny amount to just stayed on like top of cars and stuff like that. So but it was really warm here till recently and everything like that. Yeah, so...
0: I saw some things about like something called like thunderstorm that is going to hit like
1: the general area, I think. Uh yeah, I saw something about that, like a big snowstorm. I'm not sure if it's getting quite to me, but it's close. Like I'm not far from Buffalo, so We'll see, but, uh, I don't see anything on my, any, of my weather report. So fingers crossed. I don't like to deal with this shit until January, <laughs> <laughs> you know? So and that sort of thing. Um, so I guess this week we'll start off, uh, with the big news that everyone's talking about, Junakiyama in AEW. Mm-hmm. Paul, any thoughts? What was your reaction to this?
0: Uh, I was really happy mainly because, uh, that meant. I mean, obviously, that's what they did as well—is him versus Eddie Kingston. Um, like, I know it's kind of a tried trope, basically. Like, the, like I hate, I, like, I generally hate like the whole like you deserve a chant and everything. But like, I think this would be like the one time where it would be appropriate because Eddie deserves this. Like, Eddie deserves to wrestle Jun Akiyama. Like it's literally like his entire career like was built towards this moment, and that he actually will able will actually finally get it. I think it's just incredibly heartwarming.
1: Yep, definitely. Uh, I assuming you haven't seen Dynamite yet. Um, no. Uh, so because it there, doesn't what's...
0: actually get shown here until Monday. So. Oh really?
1: Okay. Yeah. So there was a brief video package of like uh, Takeshida and Akiyama backstage, and it was mostly a voiceover from like. Ortiz and, and uh, Eddie, uh, and, uh, only Takeshi had talked and June just stood there in a DDT t-shirt and looked menacing. <laughs> I mean, Hey, uh, if that's all it takes, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, also I noticed that, uh, Sanchiro Takagi went with uh, Akiyama to the States. So something is afoot, I would assume between, mm-hmm. um, aew and probably all of cyber fight really at this point
0: yeah i mean since they have like especially because of all of the video packages that have gone up on the noah youtube channel if you've seen those
1: i have not just the one with tony khan
0: yeah but so basically there's a bunch of video packages that have gone up uh on the noah youtube channel Uh, of a bunch of AEW guys so I think the ones that I saw were Regal and Tony Schiavone uh, talking about the great Muta because I think Regal talked about the fact that he was one of the few people that are still active that has wrestled both the great Muta as well as KG Muto.
1: Right, yeah that makes sense and Tony would have been there the whole time that uh, Muta was in WCW whether it was 89 or 2000. yeah so uh
0: definitely seems like there's a lot more like cooperation going on with them with all of Cyberfight which is really kind of, like it's weird because this means that this is kind of like the only actual crossover between DDT and Noah is AEW
1: <laughs> rather than them with each other like yeah weird do you think Tony Khan will try to convince Takagi to stop working with GCW I mean, do we know if there's heat between Tony and, like, the
0: GCW guys that he used to have in his company?
1: Well, the word is that AEW guys aren't going to be working GCW anymore. Like, Mox is done, but he also signed an extension which might restrict him more.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But I, there are rumors. I don't think they are, like, confirmed reports that you're not going to see any other AD, AEW talent in GCW. I don't know if it's heat or Tony. Just like I don't want these people on this sh- on in this company type thing. Um, yeah, I mean, I could
0: definitely. I mean, if I'm DDT, there is also more value with having AEW guys. Absolutely. On your show rather than having but, uh, like GCW. Now guys. they have
1: they have those DDT shows in, in at WrestleMania weekend, and that's going to be alongside GCW and the Collective. So that's happening, mm-hmm. I'm sure. Still, but it'll be interesting to see if. After that, they sort of, you know, separate. If Takagi gets closer to uh, AEW,
0: yeah. I mean, and again, like this is what I mean about where it's weird about like cooperation within CyberFight because, like, shows at WrestleMania weekend. It's going to be GCW and DDT, and then it's going to be Noah and Dragon Gate rather than Noah and DDT and like Tokyo Joshi. I don't know, running some sort of joint show at right. WrestleMania weekend, but. But I'm actually kind of starting to suspect, because it doesn't make sense for them to not cooperate, that this is actually a, a kind of mandate within the company, maybe to actually keep kind of a special and exclusive feeling to the Cyberfight Festival, and that's why they never cooperate outside of it.
1: Yeah, that would make sense. but uh, Because it's really I- kind
0: of the only explanation I can come up with, because it just doesn't make sense that there's no crossover at all.
1: Yeah, I think it would help Noah more than DDT, actually. Well, I don't know. Have you seen some of those DDT numbers? Yeah, not great. <laughs> but, uh, well, I mean, what do you expect from Ricky Shane Page as being one of your uh, star foreigners?
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that alone is, like, reason enough to kind of transition to AEW from GCW.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, Takagi's, like, maybe uh, having a little bit of buyer's remorse at this point. Yeah. So anyway, we'll talk about the most recent happenings, uh, and we'll start with uh, All Japan Pro Wrestling. They had their first show of the Real World Tag League and the Junior Battle of Glory on November 13th at Korokin Hall in Tokyo in front of 794 fans. Paul? Kono. Bigger draw than Kaido Kiyomiya. (laughs)
0: Yeah, and what makes this even worse, that I actually would consider this to be a
1: disappointing number for all Japan. Well, you know what they drew uh, last year to the opening night of the Tag League? Uh, No. 520.
0: Oof. Well, but that was with a lot
1: more like capacity restrictions, right? Yeah, and I think they were in the middle of another, like, surge.
0: Yeah. So, but, but still... Yes, uh, Kono is a confirmed a bigger draw than uh, Kaito Kiyomiya. Just like yeah. Atsuki Eoyagi is also a bigger draw than Kaito Kiyomiya. Uh,
1: Vamos Star should consider running the Budokan.
0: What did Vamos Star draw more as well?
1: No, no. But I'm just saying, uh, Kono is the draw. He runs Vamos oh, Star. Oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> so yeah, no, definitely. Like suvama and Kono put them. Oh god, top on Budokan. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs>
1: All right, so the, it was, I guess, a dark match that happened uh, like 10, 15 minutes before the actual show started. Izanagi, Black Mensa Ray, and Oji Shiba defeated Takao Mori, Yoshitatsu, and Tajiri in three minutes mm-hmm. and 31 seconds. When Izanagi pinned Yoshitatsu with a small package, which would set up a uh, All Asia tag t- set up an upcoming All Asia Tag Title Challenge from Izanagi and Black Mensa Ray, um, I mean, it was a three-and-a-half-minute match, but I thought it was sort of fun uh, with uh, Izanaki getting the win. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was three minutes long, so not really any time for anything to develop here, but, I mean, it was just supposed to be the opener anyway.
1: Yeah, so the first official match of the show in the Junior Battle of Glory, Dan Tamara defeated uh, Rio Inoue in five minutes and 32 seconds with the Dan Locke And Paul, I don't know if you saw, I think it might have been, it was some... Somewhat recently, that uh, Ryo Inoue uh, went to uh, Toshiaki Kawada's uh, ramen uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. And uh, did you notice uh, what uh, visiting the ramen restaurant has done to him now? He definitely developed a lot of a meaner attitude. Yeah, he's got the kick pads, a bunch of new kicks. Uh, so uh, I actually didn't expect this, but uh, he's doing well. Yeah, so it kind of came really... out
0: of nowhere because he also attacked uh, Omori at the. At the press conference. Oh, that's right. Yes. So, so uh, I think he's... I, would we say that he's now out of his young boy stage or is he just, like, at the uh, end of it, basically? He's
1: still going to be taking falls for a while. Yeah. But it's
0: definitely, like, it's clear what kind of character he's going to go for now. Yeah.
1: I feel like he sort of dealt more of a character faster than, like, Dan and Atsky did. I mean, arguably, Dan still doesn't have a character. <laughs> well, I'm going to have to defend our... F- Dan the man uh, when we get to the next show here Um, but uh, you know this is pretty straightforward and uh, I thought it was fine and Tamara wins so gets Mm -hmm. on the board I'm not sure if Inoue is going to get any points if he can't beat Dan Tamara. no no I I
0: think he's going to I think he's very much going to be the last post for the tournament probably going to finish with zero points maybe a draw yeah I could but I could see him like, like next year I think is kind of when he stops being a young boy
1: in the next match in the Junior Battle of Glory, Rising Hayato defeated Hokuto Omori in six minutes and eight seconds with a ma- with a move called the Sid Vicious, which is a really cool name for that. <laughs> now, do you think he's referencing the Sex Pistol or uh, the Sid that we all know and love? I think he's referencing the Sex Pistol. I think
0: because I because again, like if it was like referencing the wrestler, then he, it would be a, it had to be a powerbomb, right?
1: Of course. You're very true. Very true. Yeah. I never thought of that, actually. <laughs> so of course it has to be a power bomb. It's really uh, the only move he had. <laughs> he was yeah. really good at it,
0: but it was also the only move he had.
1: Uh, I thought this was really good, uh, although it was a little short. Well, I mean, all the matches are short, but you could have mm-hmm. taken this to nine minutes, I think, it would have been even better. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I actually also really like this one. Also, I actually think that some of these Battle of Junior, Battle of Glory matches could go a little bit longer yeah like I, I do like the kind of quick in and out but i mean they've all been good so far so that's why it, oh for sure they definitely could but they deserve more time
1: let's put it that way yeah you could probably push it. they could have pushed it to 15 but anyway mm-hmm. um next up in the junior battle glory hikaru sato defeated atsuki aoyagi in nine minutes and 54 seconds with the Wakagatame or fujiwara armbar uh, this rocked. <laughs> yeah. This, was great. this is awesome. And it is exactly, well, like think of a match like Sato the shooter versus Aoyagi the high flyer. And, um, you know, I mean, it was like Sato going after the arm like he often does and then like he won with six seconds and they teased <laughs> Aoyagi escaping and everything but uh, he couldn't last.
0: Yeah, I I really love the finish to this as well but like, yeah, like, Atsuki is just so super close to the rope like he can he, like, can almost touch them. And then Sato just wrenches him back and wrenches him onto the ground and just taps him out. Like, that was a great finish there as well. And, yeah, I mean, Sato can, like, Sato is still one of the best guys in the junior division, but, like, he's no longer, like, the only good guy in, a f- uh, good guy in the division. And I think this really, again, showed it because Aoyagi was just able to keep up with him, like, all the way.
1: Yeah. And uh, I liked, because, like, you know, when they, te- basically in most times you do a tournament match like this and you tease this you end up just going to the time limit draw so yeah. i like how they actually just had a, an actual finish so that yeah i great. think
0: like it was great that they kind of subverted that as well because i was watching it and i was like expecting it to actually go to a draw when they were doing all of those teases but then i was yeah. even more like surprised when sata just said no fuck this and just finished him off with six seconds left
1: right and then we go to our first match of the real world tag league Koji, Doi, and Kuma Arashi defeated Jun Saito Saito, and Ray Saito in 8 minutes and 59 seconds uh, by disqualification because Taru threw powder, <laughs> of, course. Yes, uh, of course. I thought this got off to a rocky start, uh, but then when, like, Doi and Arashi went on to, uh, offense, I thought it was starting to get kind of good, but then, you know, Taru just threw the powder. Then, yeah. Not so great a match, all in all, I think, in the grand scheme of things, apart from, like, maybe two good minutes before
0: the DQ. Yeah, uh, I almost feel this match went too long. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, if that was just going to be the finish anyway, I don't know, he could have just done this in, like, five minutes or whatever. Yep. Um, Yeah, I mean, not really all that much to it, and I'm kind of afraid that this is basically what uh, Saito's matches are going to be in this tournament.
1: Well, uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll talk about another one in a minute that I thought was a, uh, a little better. Um, next up, in the real world tag league, Yuji Nagata and Yuma Anzai defeated Shotaro Ishino and Ryuki Honda, Gungnir of Anarchy, in 12 minutes and 47 seconds. When uh, Nagata used the Nagata Lock 54 on Honda, which is basically like like a Nagata Lock 2 with a choke sleeper. Yeah, um, pretty much. Uh, I thought this was pretty darn good uh and then at one point honda like cut open his hand actually kind of pretty bad and there was blood everywhere but i thought that sort of added to the match and there's like blood all over nagata and uh honda and nagata really had some great exchanges towards the end and it's kind of huge that like is on the winning team of like the former beating former tag team champions too yeah uh
0: and i think as always accidental blood helps a match yeah. So I thought that's what. But I'm, it's so I'm,
1: weird to like have accidental blood, especially that much from someone's hand.
0: Yes. <laughs> I'm really curious what happened I feel like I don't know, split off like a nail or something like that. I feel like he hit
1: like the, the rope that. or something, and then he started bleeding.
0: That's what I mean. But that that means like I don't know. You had to pro- had to like split a nail or something, because otherwise you Maybe. don't just start bleeding that much from your hand. Yeah. Unless you like actually like tear something off, which you very yeah. Really it would didn't. have to
1: be a really deep cut. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So that might be it, that like a nail got caught in the rope or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I, I thought otherwise, yeah, this was really good. And again, it just kind of shows what they think of Anzai, that he's here and he's not just like the guy taking the Like he is obviously the guy that every time they lose, he's going to take the fall. But this very clearly isn't a team that is just going to go winless. So which, no. would, which generally would be the team with the young boys, the team that goes winless. But because I don't Nagata think... is a legend and because I think they have high expectations for Anzai, they've already given them a win.
1: I actually think they're only going to get four points, but that's still oh, yeah.
0: pretty big for uh, these guys. Exactly. Like, like I said, realistically, generally, this, these kinds of teams get like two points or like zero points max. Yeah whereas they start off with two points already. Like, even if they generally get points, it's like, I don't know, right at the end as an upset and not, like, they get the win on the first night of the tournament in Corrigan Hall. So I think that just really kind of, like, shows that we're dealing kind of with a special situation.
1: Yeah. Next up in the Real World Tag League, Shuji Ishikawa and Cyrus defeated Jake Lee and Yuma Aoyagi when uh, Ishikawa pinned Aoyagi with a sort of, like, powerbomb-chokeslam combo from Cyrus and Ishikawa I gotta say, I kind of like this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not high art, it's like a three star match, but I thought Ishikawa and Cyrus played their roles well, and Lee and Aoyagi took all the offense and everything.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was a, kind of a very classical tag match in a way, where you just had like the big monsters kind of dominate the match. And then the, I guess technically, small, it's always weird to call Jake smaller because he's really tall. Yeah, uh, and Yuma is also pretty big boy, uh, yeah. just not as big as like Ishikawa and Cyrus. Uh, so, but again, like them kind of trying to like find an opening and trying to like mount a comeback, but then ultimately like the big guys are just too much and they just beat them. Yeah, as we mentioned, like it's nothing like that. It's gonna make like a match of the year list or anything like that, but I thought it was a very enjoyable match overall.
1: Mm-hmm. And then uh, next up uh, in the real-world tag league, uh, Suwama and Kono defeated Kento Miyahara and Takuya Nomura in 16 minutes and 43 seconds with a backdrop from Suwama on Miyahara. Okay, first of all, i got to say, there was no cheating from Voodoo Murders in this match. And (laughs) as a result, it was actually a good little tag match. And I even thought Kono looked good.
0: Yeah, I was really surprised by this because especially after the... uh... After the Cytos match, I was be- I was like, oh, God, what are they going to do here? Uh, like, is Taro going to come out with more powder? Are they going to tease the DQ again? Like, are we just, yeah, what are they going to do here? And then they just didn't do anything, any of that. And it was really just a straight-up tag match.
1: So... um Yeah, Suwama getting the pin over Miyahara is interesting. And I don't think Miyahara and and Nomura are winning. So, Paul, do you think that Miyahara is going to be taking more falls in this tournament? Or do you think Nomura will take one or two? I would actually
0: kind of expect him, like, whatever falls they do, I would kind of expect him to split them somewhat. Um, I mean, the thing also is with Takuya Nomura is that he's currently also, like, this isn't the only tag league that he's involved in.
1: Yeah, (laughs) Big Japan has a tag league going on, too. Or is it a tournament?
0: No, yeah, they have a tagline going on. Like, it's him, it's Astronauts is in that tournament. So him and Abe. Um, So, I mean, what I'm curious about is, like, does that mean Subama's getting another triple
1: crown shot at some point because he pinned Miyahara? Maybe. Maybe in, like, February or the end of January because there's... Two Korak and Halls in in January, or well, there's three Korak and Hall shows. the The traditional second and third, and then another one in like the twenty fifth or sixth or something mm-hmm. like that. So that's very possible.
0: Um, I mean, look, Miyahara said he wants to defend the Triple Crown thirty nine times. <laughs> yes, he did, and uh, I love Kento Miyahara, but I think I'm gonna stop watching if he actually gets the thirty nine defenses.
1: Yeah, and uh, afterwards on social media, of course, because. Kento and Takuya are the odd couple that can't get along. They slap. They now slap each other in the face to, pass, before their matches to sort of <laughs> get each other in the zone. Uh, Kento was very apologetic to Nomura on social media after the match for the loss. So, the the team is holding together for now. Yeah, barely by a press. Yeah, and so that was the first show. Um, I I don't know like. I guess my expectations, especially with that main event, were sort of low. So I sort of enjoyed the show overall.
0: Yeah, same. I because I also thought there wasn't anything bad on the show either. No, like I think really kind of, well, the Cytos match, we, I guess. Yeah. 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 But really aside from that, like I think every other match was enjoyable. Like nothing really like overstated welcome either. Like every match was like pretty quick in and out. So mm-hmm. yeah. I thought it was an overall enjoyable show. Like not going to make my show of the year list, but uh, I also cannot say that, like, I didn't enjoy myself. And I think if people just want, like, a good wrestling show that they can enjoy, I think they can definitely do worse than this one.
1: No. Well, I think we'll talk about uh, this next show because I think maybe if you're looking for something, watch this one because it's got cheering. Oh, yes.
0: Yes. Watch this because we need more Shin Kiba shows because Shinkiba First rank currently has, like, the best atmosphere in wrestling because... yeah. It's just because, of, because I think because it is a smaller venue and I think because all of the people that actually want to do cheering go to
1: Shinkiba. So. Definitely. So we go to uh, November 16th at Shinkiba First Ring, 269 fans. Uh, that's on a Wednesday night show. That's down from like 300. That was on uh, the Sunday, mm-hmm. the 30th show. So eh, not bad, I would guess. Um, maybe 300 is their limit because haven't they... I've seen, well, people claim, what, 350, 400 in there at times?
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm just looking at the setup, and it is really not that different from the normal setup. Mm -hmm. Like, I think really because the setup on the stage looks the same, and then obviously the bleachers seem to be pretty full, although you rarely see them in Shinkiba. Yeah. Um, And really the only difference I see is kind of on the sides of the ring, there appear to be only one row... Of chairs, whereas normally you can put like two to three rows of chairs mm-hmm. uh, on the sides of the ring. So, really, I think that's about
1: the only difference. All right. Yeah. So, we go to the first match in what could have basically been an All Japan 50th anniversary offer match, really. <laughs> uh, Takao Mori defeated Masao in a way in eight minutes and 10 seconds with an axe bomber. Paul, I couldn't look away because. You know, I, this, this had was charming, but this also moved at a, sni- a glacial pace. <laughs> yeah,
0: this was definitely, I mean, as we said, Mori can still go, but not if he's in there with someone like way. No. <laughs> like no. that's just going to like, because again, Mori can still go, but he's definitely not a, like, quickness is definitely not a strong suit at this point. No. And then someone like way is even slower, is just going to like just accentuate that even more.
1: The uh, the big high spot in this match was them slapping each other's bellies,
0: <laughs> which, to be fair, I think that that's a power move. is like the resident dads, I guess.
1: I guess, yeah, for sure. Um, the next, uh, well, to be fair, Omori's belly's uh, not uh, Inoue's. Yeah, he's uh, you know in pretty decent shape for a fifty-three-year-old. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yes, no, definitely. He just has like the belly of a fifty-three-year-old that isn't shape, but he is yeah. in shape rather than Inoue. He yeah. Who looks his age? Let's put it that <laughs> way. Yeah.
1: Uh next up, uh, for the All Asia Tag Team Championship, Yoshitatsu and tajiri make their V1 defense against Izanagi and Black Mensa ray in nine minutes and thirty-seven seconds when uh isn't or sorry, Yoshitatsu pinned Izanagi with a cockroach driver 20- 2022 Which like is like also an amazing name for a move. Yeah, but will it give him credit for that? It's a, it's a Michinoku driver, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um uh, you know what? I kind of like this match and I thought the interaction between Yoshitatsu and Izanagi towards the end with like Izanagi trying to go for roll-ups teasing the finish from the previous show was good. I mean, this is a perfectly acceptable like second match on the card.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Izanagi is like the perfect guy for this kind of like all Asia tag team division uh, because I think you can always kind of like pull out something like this and it's probably like the best match Yoshitatsu has had on like quite a while as well <laughs> so basically not a hard, definitely helped
1: high bar to cross
0: yes uh, no i definitely not a high bar to cross but it was just kind of inoffensive, an and i thought it was also kind of a nice kind of down card match basically which i mean if this is just kind of what we're going to get from yushitatsu and tajiri then i guess it's kind of good that they kind of like warded off into like it's kind of a rebirth of the Yushitatsuverse verse in a way where he's just kind of warded off into like his own match on the card basically
1: yeah and then after the match uh, Yusuke Kodama and Masao Hanabata the former Sego Tachibana came out to challenge and that match will happen on uh, November 27th so uh I don't know could you rule out a title change
0: no because it's the all Asia titles like I think yeah. I don't think you can ever really rule out a title change
1: no Um because I feel like I don't know I mean uh Gungnir's getting some big reactions hmm you might want to belt up uh belt them up yeah especially after what happened in the main event yeah um and then next up uh in the junior battle of glory Atsuki Aoyagi defeated Ryo uh, Inoue in in 5 minutes and 29 seconds of the Firebird Splash uh Inoue showing off his kicks once again this was great uh but then like it seemed like Atsuki just hit the firebird splash out of nowhere and (laughs) got the win. Right, I I thought this was shaping up to be really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Again, another two three minutes would have been great.
0: Yes. Yeah. I think I think this one really like was the one where it was like the most notable that they just didn't really get enough time. But I also like that they actually like used that the time that they did get to actually like showcase anyways development because it could have because I mean Aria is the champion so. They very easily just could have had like Aoyagi dominate the match for five minutes and then just put Inoue away, but they didn't do that. Like instead, they kind of like showed what anyway can do, and then Atsuki just still got like kind of a definitive quick win. Uh, so I did like what they did with the time, but I also agree that they deserved a bit more time on this match.
1: Yeah, and uh, next up in the Junior Battle of Glory, Dan Tamara now at four. Big four points leading. He defeated Hikaru Sato in nine minutes and five seconds. The Death Valley Bomb. Uh, The biggest upset I'd say in either tournament so far. And um, the biggest win of Dan's career. Absolutely no question. Mm -hmm. And singles win. Singles win. And Paul, is this the best singles match of Dan's career?
0: I would say so. I mean, I Uh, thought this was awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I I never would have expected him to win here either. No. uh, Like, I really, like, if he had asked me how this match ends, and, like, if he had put a gun to my head and, like, forced me to say how the match ends, I probably would have died because I would have just, like, gone through all the different ways Sato could have won the match before I would have picked Dan to win, basically.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, it was, like, the ending was fairly simple. They're doing the wobble. They're each wobbling around, throwing elbows at each other. And then... Dan, like, sort of powers up, hits two Lariats, and then the Death Valley Bomb, but Saddle had been, like, working over... Saddle controlled most of this match, but then, like, mm-hmm. Dan would fight back with Lariats and, and and shoulder blocks and everything, but I just all thought it, thought it worked together. Um, now, do you think this is Saddle or do you think Dan's starting to improve his game even more? I think Dan is kind of starting to improve,
0: like, because I think he's showing a little bit more confidence in everything now yeah i think he is kind of starting to go a lot more into kind of like being a bit more of a power junior yeah because he was i think he was kind of focusing very heavily kind of on his technical game previously rather than kind of use the fact that he has like a relatively large frame and now that he's actually using making more use of that i think it actually has really helped this game as well
1: yeah Definitely. And then so we move on to non-tournament match. Uh, Jake Lee, Yuma Aoyagi, and Hokuto Omori defeated Kento Miyahara, rising Hayato, and Oji Shiba in 13 minutes and 31 seconds uh, when uh, Yuma got the endgame submission on Shiba. Uh, this was awesome on, like, multiple levels, I'd say. Uh, just, like, all action. There's some pretty wild crowd brawling in this, too. Um, and then at one point, Jake and Yuma put... Kento and Hayato in the Paradise Lock. Uh, I wonder if that's a tease about. St- oh, crap. We forgot to talk about the announcements. So we'll get to that after. Yeah. Uh, that just reminded me when I said Paradise Lock. So we'll get to that after that. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, uh, oh, and the atomic drop is still uh, being used by Jake, uh, torturing people's uh, butts yeah. and everything I like mean- that. Yuma's also using it, so yeah, and Yuma used it too. So it was just a lot of fun. Like, like the the humor wasn't like dragging down the match, but it got the crowd engaged. Obviously, everybody's hugely over, yeah. Um, so yeah, it was just really, I'd say the best match on the show, probably. Yeah, I would say that. I f- I, yeah, I liked
0: it sure. a, a bit more than Dan versus Sato. Yep. Um, and I would also say, like, I was surprised how over well Jake was. Yeah, so was he I. He was super fucking over in this match. Uh, like, everyone really kind of was. Uh, so.
1: I mean, even Shiba got a few chants at yeah. one point.
0: Well, to be fair, I liked it when like, Kento's theme starts and everyone like starts chanting, and then Shiba comes out first. And I think there was like one, cra- one person in the crowd that then just li- really loudly started gr- screaming Shiba. <laughs>
1: That's
0: and also, funny. how tiny He looks tiny compared to the rest of them. Like, I think that was really brings across how big, like, the average wrestler
1: in all Japan is. Even the juniors are yeah. bigger than other junior companies' juniors.
0: Even, yeah, Hayato and Omori were just towering over OG Shiba, basically. Yeah. Like, they would like, which, again, makes sense. Like, like Shiba was a Dragon Gate guy who are, on average, like, a lot smaller than, like, and even, I think he was also a smaller guy even by Dragon Gate standards as well. Mm-hmm. So it just makes sense. But yeah, I, f- I thought that was just like really like when all of them were like in the ring, I was like looking around and it's like Shiva and he just looks like so much smaller. But I think he still fits in really well with the promotion.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah.
0: And yeah, this, this was just a ton of fun. Just like great like filler, like in the middle of the card, just put like all of like the most over people basically in the company in there and just have them kind of go wild for 13 minutes. I thought, yeah, this was just a ton of fun.
1: And then next up in the real-world tag league, uh, Shuji Ishikawa and Cyrus defeated – or, sorry, double countout against Koji-Doi and Kuma Arashi. Um, I thought this was, again, kind of fun. I thought the double countout part was very flat. But, like, seeing, like, uh, Kuma put Cyrus in a – Argentine backbreaker was actually quite impressive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> even if he was only up there for a few seconds. Yeah.
0: And after he kind of screwed it up the first time as well, but like yeah. the fact that he even got him up the second time is just even more impressive. Because yeah. Cyrus is a big, big boy. Like I think that just kind of shows up, like I always love these kind of feats of strength from Kumar Rashid because he is genuinely really strong.
1: Hmm. Um. So I don't know. I mean, I could see a lot of people not liking this, but I thought it was fine up until the finish. Uh, I thought I thought Kumadori actually worked kind of pretty hard in this to sort of mm. make something of it.
0: Yeah. No, uh, I thought overall this was a pretty decent match, but yeah, I, the finish kind of left like a sour taste in my mouth. Yeah. Like, I don't it, well
1: do I think it might have been partially the camera angles because it was just like Cyrus clubbing one of them. I can't remember if it was Dory yeah. or Kuma, but and then it's just like, oh, the time...
0: Could you even really hear okay. the ref? Like, because I don't even remember if I really even heard the ref counting. No, I didn't. Like, and then it was just like all of a sudden, just the bell rings and it's a double count out. Yeah. I, I mean, the one thing, the one saving grace though was kind of Cyrus's reaction to it, where he yeah. basically threatened to kill the ref,
1: <laughs> and he power bombed uh, Kuma on the apron. Yeah.
0: So that was like the one saving grace of the
1: finish, but like otherwise, yeah, decent match mm-hmm. with a bad finish next up uh, in the real world tag league uh, uh, Jun Saito and Ray Saito defeated Yuji Nagata and Yuma Anzai in 12 minutes and 5 seconds with the diving body press from Ray on Anzai I thought this was way better performance from the Saitos um, than the, the, sh- the previous show and as far as I think I think this is the second best match that the Saitos have had since their return with the best being the, the tag title match at Korokin against uh, Gungnir of Anarchy I don't know paul what do you feel about that
0: um
1: yeah i would generally
0: agree with that still don't think it was like really like a blow away or anything like that but it was a very solid performance and also it was miles better than like what the first match was during the tournament yeah which to be fair isn't hard (laughs) that's a low bar to clear um but yeah I mean he was i mean they were in there with Yuji Nagata, I think he just kind of like knows how to kind of direct guys like these to well have, like, I a thought decent performance. Anzai
1: worked well against them too,
0: yeah now Anzai sold well for them as well, so mm-hmm. I thought that helped, so because they had someone to like beat up on and they had like Yuji Nagata kind of like directing traffic in there, so in a way in a way, Nagata and Anzai were like carrying the match oh for sure yeah uh so but yeah, I mean, the Deciders didn't, like, get in the way or anything like that, so they, they, they carried their part of the match well. But I'm I'm wondering if this might be, like, the high point for them in the
1: tournament. Eh, maybe, we'll see. Um, no, because they're against some other teams that are good. Yeah, but I'm kind of like, afraid that, like, the other matches might have more cheating than this one. Though. That's true, that's true, that's a very good point. And then next up in the main event... Shotaro, Ashino, and Ryuki Honda defeat Suwama and Kono in 15 minutes and 54 seconds with the ankle lock uh, from Ashino on Suwama. Paul, this is Ashino's first direct victory over <laughs> Suwama in uh, over two years in the company.
0: Yeah. I really didn't expect it. I was like, okay, um, I was like, probably like Gangor of Anarchy is going to win. But I was like, ah, it's going to be like Ashino t- tapping off okay. okay. Kono this or
1: something. Okay, was, this was miles better than their tag title match, even though yes. this still had interference. Yes. Like the Saito brothers, oh, I forgot to say, this blended in from the last match, like an ECW match yes,
0: was, yeah, because yeah. there was a beat down
1: <laughs> after the match. And then like uh, Ashino and Honda ran out and then Suwam and Kono ran out and they just sort of started wrestling the match and everything like that.
0: It also happened super quickly because I remember because the Saito's won and then that meant it was, it was uh, muted on all Japan.tv Right. And I remember like after side was one, I like just briefly like looked down on my phone and then all of a sudden I hear like a bell ring and I look up and, uh, Tsubama and and are
1: in the ring and I'm like, what is, wait, what happened here? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Paul, we might have to add dream warriors to the, uh, intro to this uh, podcast. We
0: might, uh, we might maybe, maybe for like, because we're like, I mean, it's November now. What I might wanna suggest is maybe that we do like a redo of the uh theme rotation for like the one year anniversary.
1: Yeah, we'll see while well, some people will be retiring.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's what I mean. Like we, we can probably like kick out like Nosava and uh uh and no, the I, films. I I, I...
1: Maybe we'll hold on to Nusawa for a, a month or two just to see what happens. Because <laughs> I'm yeah. even less, I'm even less, yeah, I'm far less confident. And I know people are, are saying, Mudo, is he really retiring? Well, I'm far less confident in Nusawa actually retiring as well. I mean,
0: look, worst case scenario, we'll just put in the Black Tiger 7 theme.
1: <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Saito's got in the ring. There's a couple of ref bumps. But, I mean, I think the crowd heat. Crowd reactions helped this. The crowd was hot as hell for this, yeah. right? And it's just like, man, you like you gotta do like I don't know, I just feel like if Ashino and Honda get the win here, do you think what are the chances of winning the tournament and then beating Suam and Kono again?
0: I think pretty decent that they're gonna win. Um and I I also really didn't And I mind was it I was fear.
1: predicting Ashino and Honda for this tournament, but I figured they were gonna lose here again. Uh
0: Yeah, but I feel like if you want them to retain, like, some sort of credibility, like... Yeah, that's true, They need to win. And I kind of really had the feeling that, like, after the interference started, that they were actually going to win, uh, simply because, like, it just made perfect sense that, like, they basically did, like, a repeat of what happened in the tag title match, only this time they're actually going to be able to reverse it and actually get the win, and that way, like, create more intrigue for, like the eventual title match down the road. Like, for me, now right. this so is in the a lot more match, likely that they're going to win now.
1: I think also this sets up in the third match just not doing interference.
0: Yeah. Because now they've overcome interference, so now there's really no point for them to, like, do it again, and then they yeah. just have a
1: straight-up uh, Yeah, because when, when Ashino and Honda survived that interference, mm-hmm. the crowd just, like, went nuclear, right? Like, they got something yeah. here with these guys. Yes. Right? Mm.
0: No, definitely. They're super over. And I mean, it yeah. also showed, like, for example, like the match where like Zawama and Kona just wrestled a straightforward match, they won. Whereas in the one yeah. where they did loads of interference, they lost. Yeah, for sure. Uh,
1: so a couple of announcements, and we'll get to the ones that I missed uh, that were announced on the other Korokin show. So the World Tag titles and the Junior title will be defended on January 2nd at Korokin, and the Triple Crown match on January 3rd. Uh, uh, so Paul, uh, my prediction that one of uh, Shuji Ishikawa's exes was... Uh, Unagi Sayaka was uh very wrong, but uh, (laughs) um, but uh, honestly, I didn't see this one coming, but I am just completely elated that it was uh, this team, Team 200 Kilograms, Chihiro Hashimoto, and you are Shuji's mystery partners to take on Suwama, Mayumi Ozaka, and Maya Yukihi. Uh, I think. This means I think this match will be pretty damn good.
0: Yes, like that's about the like ideal people you could have gotten for that. To be quite honest, like especially to team shi- team with Shuji Ishikawa as well, because that's like three big people that are just gonna be like wrecking shit. Like, it's gonna be I a ton of honestly
1: fun. think they should make this a no DQ match.
0: Yeah, I mean because they're definitely gonna
1: have a police run in. Because you all know, yeah, police run in, and if there's gonna be cheating, if it's not a no DQ match anyway. Yeah. Right? Like Ozaki's going to get the chain. And, you know. So, just going to throw powder. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But uh so I think that will be great.
0: Yeah. I think the other important question though is is
1: Ishikawa going to be able to make weight? Uh, well, he's vowing to get down to 100 kilograms to be <laughs> Team 300 kilograms. And uh, I don't think he's going to by, he's uh, no. got, what, five weeks? Yeah, it's... Because <laughs> the show is yeah. on Christmas Day?
0: Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. The Alderpan website has him at like 130 kilograms. So it's like so 280
1: I, pounds or something like that? Sure. Yeah. I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I also don't think he's going to be able to like lose 30 kilograms no. in like, a month. <laughs> If so, that that's gonna be really unhealthy too.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's gonna be like. Oh, I mean, he
1: got himself in an incredible shape, but he never got yeah. that. He no, never, like got that uh, low on weight. He's gonna um, look like
0: he's gonna look like fucking Walter and oh WWE actually meant <laughs> this to do
1: that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is for sure. So that's a really great announcement that I'm excited for. But wait, Paul, there's more. Then we got the announcement that Kaz Hayashi and Naoya Nomura were announced on the show. But there's even more after that, because (laughs) this is basically now like a New Japan show. Because listen to this, Yuji Nagata, obviously, Toru Yano again, Ryohei Owi-Iwa, Yuto Nakashima, Kosei Fujita. Now, we've all seen them in All Japan recently, but here's a real big some blast from the past, because these are all former All Japan wrestlers. Taichi, Yoshinobu Kanemaru, Sanada, and Bushi. Yeah. This is, so this, this is, is. I wonder if they did that. All Paradise of the old Japan guys that went to New yeah. Japan. I wonder if they did that uh, Paradise Lock spot. It's sort of uh, building up to Sonata and Bushi. Yeah, I, c- I could
0: see. Oh god, if we're gonna get Jake Lee versus Sonata, that's the uh, <laughs> that's the anti-fire match basically.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, they could form a tag team and be Team No Charisma. <laughs>
0: I'm actually not opposed to that. Maybe that finally gets Jake booked in uh, New Japan.
1: Yeah. Uh so we don't know what they're gonna be doing, but um I mean I mean that's a pretty good lineup. I'm especially really looking forward to Tai Chi. Oh for sure. Coming back. Does this begin the Tai Chi that was in all
0: Japan is a completely different person to the Tai Chi now.
1: Yep. Uh I can't wait to see Kanamara. I hope they put him yeah. against like Sato or something. Because 'cause they've tussled in the past. But it's oh, been a yeah, long that
0: time. To be fair, I also kind of want to see him against, like, Atsuki. Yeah. Just because it's probably going to be, like, your own chance to even do that.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, Paul, on December 25th at Corrigan Hall, does the Tai Chi race to the Triple Crown begin? I mean, maybe. Look, if you could convince New Japan to let him do the job, I really think Kento and Taichi could do a nice number in Corrigan mm. and would be an awesome match.
0: You know what actually also would be an option if new japan is willing to play ball uh tai chi wins oh and God. he dro- <laughs> he drops it to yuma because they have that yes, history yes, from the uh, super j cup
1: that's very true um now that's the interesting question is though does that is that f- does fulfilling that coming full circle mean more than yuma beating kento though <sighs> I'm not sure, <laughs> to be honest. Because <laughs> there's plenty of history between Kento and Yuma that has been developed subsequently, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah, of course, the Tai Chi and Yuma stuff is great whenever they do uh, are in the ring together. But I just feel like it's probably better to have Yuma beat Kento.
0: Mm-hmm. Unless maybe Tai Chi kind of sticks around for a little bit longer and maybe even does like the champion and carnival or anything like that. Yeah. Well, we'll see. I don't know. Um... But I think definitely, I they're, they're, like, that's the person I, I, I'm most proud Tai Taichi,
1: Taichi still feels at a level above the dads that yeah. has not been completely cycled out. So it's, it's going to be your Nagata that's going to be the regulars. Yeah. And that sort of thing. But it's same with Kojima and Noah. So that's um, all Japan. So. Um, you still like, I can't remember what your prediction My prediction was uh, Ashino and Honda winning, and I'm still relatively confident of that. Uh, what about you, Paul? Who's mine was on?
0: mine was Yuma and Jake, but I think I'm also flipping it to Ashino and Honda now after they beat Zawama and Kono, especially
1: like Yuma the and that Jake they are having good matches, and I expect them to have good matches, but I just don't feel they have that team chemistry. No, no, they don't. Like, this uh, feels more like
0: just like both of them are in a holding
1: pattern rather than yeah.
0: them actually wanting to develop this into a proper team.
1: Well, I mean, I would hope like, see the way that the all Japan calendar goes is like, once you start getting late into the year, things do go into a holding pattern. Cause you got to get through yeah. to the tag league and they pick up again, um, in the new year, which has been generally the case for the last several years. Remember like mm. even before the pandemic, you had the, like the whole Kento and Yuma angle with the, uh, Famous German suplex heard around the world, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. So I'm thinking that Yuma, ideally and hopefully, that they're putting Yuma in a new direction in January.
0: Yeah, I I could definitely say that. Uh, so, but yeah, I just don't like just from the vibes I'm getting from that Drake and Yuma team. Like they don't feel like. They're really going to be like staying together beyond this tournament, and I don't think they're going to win anymore. So, I'm oh. also thinking now that Ganga of Anarchy is winning. Yeah,
1: Paul, we've, we, we've got to talk about uh, some of Jake's new fashion choices here. You mean design Nietzsche Tribal Chief? Uh, yes. Uh, so, well, someone pointed out Tekken of like, uh, was it um, Jin uh, Kazama? Was mm-hmm. is that his name? Yeah, Junko armor from Tekken. Yeah. yeah, that's actually also yeah. the other
0: thing I saw. Thought I, haven't, I, saw the glass. I haven't. I
1: haven't played Tekken in a long time. I used to play a lot of Tekken. Uh, can you guess who my favorite Tekken character was? Uh, is it Paul? No. Is it
0: King? Armor King. Oh, King. Okay. It was
1: King. just yeah. regular King. Yeah. Okay. Because yeah. Tekken Three was the first uh, Tekken I ever played. Okay, uh, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean,
0: thank God in that case that it wasn't Yoshimitsu because I remember being absolutely <laughs> driven insane by people playing Yoshimitsu.
1: yeah but uh but i people pointed out the tekken thing but i just got like because like it's like more pronounced fingerless glove on on the right hand and it just had like pure roman reigns vibes like you got to acknowledge him
0: yeah gotta acknowledge drake lee i mean sure why not (laughs) as long as this doesn't result in drake going on like a two-year title run
1: yeah now are you still baffled that this man is wearing those total eclipse tights Um, I thought he was going to get like new tights. It's a tournament. That's when you whip out the new year. Yeah.
0: I think at this point he's probably going to do it for the new year if he still hasn't done it. So, yeah. I mean, I guess he had, you know, you know where Jake's priorities lie. It's like getting new gloves rather than getting new tights.
1: So I guess he had to pick (laughs) either. So he picked the new gloves. Yeah. And so we move on to pro wrestling Noah. Um, this one's the show was just called Global Honored Crown on October 11th at Corican Hall for a stacked show where all the titles are defended, drawing 789 fans, which is <laughs> technically their best Corican number this year, yeah. but still even behind much weaker All Japan shows. Yeah, I mean, not by a lot, yeah. but still lo- losing to weaker All Japan shows. Again, now, they left the corner. <laughs> yeah. Now, I've not been as harsh on the Noah um, Corkin numbers because they're basically glorified house shows uh, with, um, like, an angle here and there. Like, someone will come out to challenge or whatever. Or maybe even turn on, like, juniors will turn on each other. But, and yes, you know, obviously, like, for the same kind of show, New Japan draws considerably more, but they're much larger. And you can still see them as a sort of overall indication of the sort of vitality of Noah's business. Mm -hmm. But this is bad. <laughs> yeah. I think this is this kind is of bad.
0: indefensible. Like, you yeah. just look like, because this isn't just that they gave them like a title match. Like, I think maybe this number is defensible if it's like, oh it's just like a junior title defense. Like if this is just like, the, the only, national title. Yeah. If the only title match on this is like Dante Leon versus Ninja Mac, then like, <laughs> okay. Then this number is okay. But not if it's literally every single fucking title being defended. Like, that is just like that is a, such an absurdly loaded show. And the fact that they didn't even get they didn't because we were debating like last show. Like it's like, do, can they draw a thousand fans? Do we would we consider like anything below a thousand to be a disappointment? And They didn't even get close to a thousand. They didn't even no. sniff it at all. They barely managed to get well, they, they managed to get 89 people above the limit for a cheering show.
1: Uh- Paul, do you think that they did title changes on the show sort of to convince people to come to Korokin next time? I guess. Some well, of them.
0: Because there were loads of them. Like, a lot more but than I expected.
1: We'll talk about some of the other title changes for other reasons Some I of them are baffling. But that junior tag, I think, was, like, well, just to do it to show you could happen. It can happen. Yeah. Um, it's so, also the one yeah. I mind the least, <laughs> despite the fact yeah. that I don't
0: really like half of the new champions.
1: Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, Yoshiki Inamura and Kaifu Fujimaru defeated Yasutaka Yana and Taishi Ozawa with a shoulder tackle, but this is an Inamura shoulder tackle, mind you, uh, on Ozawa. Uh, fun. I thought this mm-hmm. was a good opener, yeah. in, for the only non-title match. So we move on into um, GHC Junior Tag Team Title. Shuji Kondo and Hajime Ohara defeated Etsushi Kitoga and Seki Yoshioka in 20 minutes and 37 seconds. Wow, I didn't realize it even went that long. Mm-hmm. Uh, when uh, uh, Ohara used them uh, muy bien on Yoshioka, um, the champions failed in their V2 defense. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Uh, Kotoki and Yoshioka are great. This match was oh. good. Not like super high level or anything, but it, certainly a nice little junior action for 20 minutes. Uh, but I just don't understand the change other than like to say you could do it yeah. in Korokin to be like, oh, titles can change in Korokin. Yeah. That's all I got out of it.
0: Yeah, pretty much. Like, I also would have preferred if Kotoga and Yoshioka had kept the titles. Like I said, this is the title change I mind the least. Still not a big fan of it. But again, it's the junior tag titles. So it's like, yeah, okay, I can kind of see where, like... Right. Always play a bit more hot potato with it. Uh, but I just hope, like... And that also is, like, basically where I'm like, I don't think Kondo and Ohara are going to hold those belts for very long. No. So, uh yeah, but I also would have liked Kotoga and Yoshioka to carry them for a little bit longer. But again, yeah, if you want to create some intrigue and get people to come to current controls, I think this makes like sense to do a title change here. But mm-hmm. yeah, otherwise, well, we'll talk about whatever.
1: And yet another title change for the GHC Junior Heavyweight Title. Dante Leon defeats Ninja Mac in twelve minutes and forty nine seconds with the Inferno. Ninja like has no to the Inferno defenses. with no to no reaction to no reaction uh, this match technically went longer than 1249 because Dante uh, jumped Ninja Mac and they brawled in the crowd and dived off stuff before they even got in the ring to start the match right. which I thought was actually not a bad way to start um, I thought this was fine like three stars three and a quarter but it was like very you know North American indie riffic. so yeah. your mileage may vary on that right but still I didn't like the result however Paul uh, Leon is booked on Noah's show's coming up, but Mac's not. So I wonder if Mac had to go back to the States, which also makes me wonder if Hayata was actually supposed to win.
0: Yeah. I think now I feel like Hayata was actually, actually supposed to win that. And that's why they did the quirky title change here. Cause like, it just doesn't make sense. Otherwise, why the fuck are you going to put the title on Dante Leon?
1: Yeah. Wait, so this match was not announced going into the show when Mac was facing Hayata though. Right. No, yeah, it was not yet announced. Yeah. So you could have put someone else in this match to beat Mac. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So that's interesting too, I suppose. I guess they really like right. Dante Leon for like who? Whatever well, who the fucking is, reason. Who would have been right? free? Yohei, Yoshinari Yohei. Ogawa. Yeah. Um. Um. Chris Rid. Well, is Ridway
0: back in the UK? Uh, I guess. I
1: don't think Ridway's in. You see, wait. Let me just see if he's on the upcoming big show. I don't think he is. No, he's not. So he's—I don't think he's in Japan. Yeah.
0: I mean, you would have. Well, uh, I mean, if you, if you want to put it on like someone new, like you could have put it on someone like uh, Alejandro. Yep.
1: Yes. Yes. That would have been good. That
0: would have been that would have been like a fun new idea. Yeah. Uh, sure. Could have put it on. It was, Look through who else would be there on the roster. Uh, I mean, if you want to do a foreigner, I don't know, like Extreme Tiger, if he's sticking around for a little bit longer. Like, I'm not a big fan of his, but like, I think he's better than Dante
1: Leon. Yeah, for sure. They seem to like him. Yeah. Aita. Yeah. So yeah, the choices were more than just Dante Leon. Yeah, I have to say. Uh, so uh, we'll see where this goes because he doesn't have another defense announced yet. I don't think. First no. Because I just got the card. Yeah. so. Is he going to hold it until anyway. Budokan? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder. Or maybe he's just holding it and the Mac comes back and beats him. Or he's holding it until Hayata is healthy again. <laughs> That's also very possible. Next up, we had the a Tag Team Championship. Uh, Takashi Sugera and Satoshi Kojima defeat Mohamed Yone. And Ekatoshi Saito in twenty two fifty four with a referee stop, um, Sugara beat uh, Saito with the front net block to make their second defense of the titles. Um, this meant a little too long, but I still like this, uh, mm-hmm. especially because like at one point Sugara and like Saito were just stiffing the shit out of each other, right? <laughs> there was some good stuff in here, It just went a little too long.
0: Yeah, yeah, I think could have like cut a couple of minutes off, off of this, and I thought that would have been an excellent match. What we still got was still pretty good. I actually really like. The finish, too, with where Segura has uh, Saito uh, in the front necklock. And Saito is just, like, barely holding on. And then Yone comes in and, like, tries to break it up. And then Kojima just floors Yone with a lariat. And then Saito finally just collapses and passes out. And then the referee just waves it off. Like, did you see, like, the side, like, immediately after the finish? Did you see, like, the side of... uh uh, Takashi Segura, where he just had like Saito's drool all over him.
1: Yes, yeah. That was,
0: that was a great visual as well at the end. And yeah, otherwise, like, they did kind of the best that they could here and just, I think, making this of you know, really stiff is kind of the best way to go for these guys.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure.
0: So it was an enjoyable kind of fella title defense.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and then we had, um, for the, and we could, we, le- we could have a lot to talk about this. GHC <laughs> national title. Hiyo uh, Dr. Wagner Jr. defeated Masakatsu Funaki in 13 minutes and 3 seconds with a moonsault press. Uh, Funaki finally loses his damn title after six successful successful six defenses and uh, Wagner becomes the ninth champion. Yeah, so uh, we all this expected
0: was... this to go, how we all yeah. expected this title reign to go, to, that he loses it to...
1: Wagner Jr. So he killed a Wagner Jr. Sorry. This is a bit of a Styles clash, and there wasn't really much. to This match; the last couple of minutes were okay, but eh, not the greatest match.
0: No, it was boring. Yeah, like it w- there was just really nothing to it. Like it was just, it was a pro wrestling match. I think is the best way I can sum it up.
1: Yeah. So the shooters were only put over luchadors. <laughs> yeah, I guess so.
0: Um. Well, I mean, at le- I mean, at least Funaki just laid down and actually just got pinned and didn't like kick out at the end. So
1: No, he did not kick out three point zero one. No. Uh so uh Yoshiki Inamura comes out to challenge uh Wagner and uh we'll be talking about that show in a minute. But Paul, this has funaki not willing to lose to inamura written all over
0: it. i immediately like got out my like tinfoil hat and was just like oh (laughs) Oh, you don't need
1: it's not a tinfoil hat in this one
0: (laughs) yeah this immediately was like if like here's the thing okay if inamura loses then i guess not but if inamura wins then it's incredibly obvious
1: what is happening here it's the main event of that show i think yes it is so which seems to me like okay we're crowning inamura yeah which is good and great, right? I'm yeah. very excited that he will get this title, but it's just... Uh, you know, for, for, like, for whatever,
0: Like, I really didn't like the Funaki reign and everything. But you know what? If it actually had ended in like the main event of that Yogi show, and he puts over like Yashiki and Amura after like, a long title reign or whatever, that actually yeah. means something. Whereas now yeah. he just beats this but random Just this long title
1: reign it doesn't mean anything. No, yeah. What was this? god he should have lost i would have even accepted him losing it to sakuraba yeah Uh, yeah yeah actually
0: actually that would have been better than you get like you give like sakuraba beats him with all of the history or whatever then he defends it against wagner here and then he loses it to inamura
1: yeah although i I don't know if sakuraba can take inamura's offense (laughs) at this point
0: yeah maybe not (laughs) it would have been inamura at his most gentlest basically
1: yeah uh, so that's that, and that's just uh, I mean, it is shot. what it is.
0: As, as long as Inamura wins here, like, it's like not. we'll just go from rules. there. It's,
1: it's it's some progress for Inamura. At yes, least, it's some it's progress here. Yeah,
0: he holds ideal. a title that actually has some prestige. Like, actually, he holds yeah. a title in the first place, which means that they're yeah. actually giving him a push. Like, it won't be off to, like, an ideal start if that's how it goes, but at least it's off to a start. yeah.
1: Watch them still book him in en- next year's N1 as the national champion, and he gets four points.
0: Or he just loses it to, like, Fujita immediately. Or someone and at Budokan. the
1: Budokan. <laughs> yeah. Um, or because yeah, there's the Budokan show coming up, and then there's also the Yokohama Arena show that's the final muta. Mm-hmm. Right? So there'll be chances for title matches. So GH, okay, and some I have don't have neg- too many negative things to say about GHC heavyweight title Kaito Kiyomiya defeats Timothy Thatcher in 37 minutes and 27 seconds with the modified shining Wizard for his second defense of the title Paul this was awesome Yes, this was, this
0: was Kaito's best match since the Suzuki match by Paul, far
1: uh, is this a hot take if I say Kaito Kiyomiya might be the best technical wrestler in the world I mean he's hung in there with two excellent ones now right
0: like he's really hung in there with Fetcher and Suzuki, so And Ogawa. And Ogawa. I don't think I'm willing to commit to that just yet, but I can't see your argument for it. Yeah.
1: I mean this is obviously very heavily map based. I can your your mileage may vary going into this. I, I sort of like looked at cage match and there's you know Definitely well, I think it got a very good rating on Cage Match, but there's no shortage of like like your sixes and sevens yeah. as opposed to like eights and nines, right? Look, I mean so it's it's not good.
0: Fetcher will all, like a Fetcher match will always be divisive. Like that's just yeah. how it is. There's just there's people that, like there's people. Like it. Like Divi- I like or, Fetcher, did- so that helps. Yeah.
1: Uh thirty seven minutes is also divisive. Yes, <laughs>
0: yes. I think I think if you really don't like Fetcher and you also see it's a thirty seven minute match. I don't blame you if you don't wanna watch that, that's fair, but but they were always doing something. They were
1: they were always doing something, fighting yep. over holds, like that and Kaido sold the arm the next day. He had it wrapped mm-hmm. in bandage and everything like that. And so, you know, and it was like a steady build. Mm-hmm. Like they they were still doing like headlocks on each other at like thirty minutes. Yeah, you know, I, I think or, or something like that. And just you know, just Incredible professional wrestling, yeah. if you ask me. It, I also, I I also like
0: that, like, compared to the Suzuki match, like, it was a lot more of a back and forth because the Suzuki match was very much yes. like the whole structure of, like, Kaito's underneath and he's selling. Because they yes. did that to start of surprise, this match. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. yeah. They did that to start of this match as well, but then kind of slowly but surely, Kaito actually, like, managed to kind of come back more and more and actually, like, take control of the match. Like, this yeah. is actually the kind of Kaito performance I've been waiting for. Like, I've been saying, like, Kaito just needs to, like, take one of these matches and just... Takes it by the take it by the balls basically, and I think he kind of did that in a way here, where I he actually was like, mm, like he was maybe still not mostly quite as much working for balls underneath. that he needs to,
1: yeah, yeah. But, but definitely was a little different vibe than yeah. the Hideki match. Yes, like he definitely felt
0: a lot more like not just like a guy that just like managed to like get out with the win, like he actually felt like a guy that actually was like able to stand up to Thatcher.
1: Yeah. and. Um oh i was gonna say something and the finish also
0: know. looked a lot better like the modified yes, with it looked a lot better than he's done it previously
1: yeah um and then well i guess what's next for thatcher do you think he'll have any direction or he's going to be bumping around in six-man tags
0: <sighs> i don't know like still kind of afraid that he that like he might get called back to wwe
1: well, a, cer- a certain other uh, wrestler that's been wrestling in Japan might be headed back there <laughs> yeah. from uh, Get out some reports.
0: Get eat shit shot for Jonah right there.
1: <laughs> yeah, Uh
0: sure. I mean, but for Thatcher, I wouldn't blame him if he goes back. It's not like he had like a bad experience there. They kind of let him Thatcher's do... was also
1: like 39. Yeah, true. You know, getting that coaching gig in, in the performance center is not... Yeah. A... And again, he, his run, like from what I've heard,
0: was like they kind of just let him do his thing, which is surprising they for did, WWE. They he but he
1: had... He, yeah, it was well, I think it was still Triple H running NXT at the time. Yeah. So he gave him a little lee- a, a little leeway. And he he certainly did better in NXT than I think his detractors were expecting, right? Yeah. Or someone like his aesthetic and style would do in WWE normally. For yeah, sure. But he's got no chance on the main roster. He no, no, no. Go no back. He'd have to be a trainer and an yeah. occasional wrestler on NXT. Yeah.
0: I, I hope that it's not happening soon. Like, I hope that he actually sticks around to NO a bit longer. And then, I don't know, like, when he when yeah, he maybe thinks Maybe he goes he back enough.
1: in a year or two to coach or something.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like Because he also seems to be having fun with this. Yep, for sure. So I think because he's just such a great addition to the roster, it would be a shame if he, like, leaves now. I mean, it would be yeah. kind of a very logical run, basically. Like, he comes in, he wins the tag title. He was supposed to be in the n one. Um, but then he just build him up for a title match. He loses the title match, and then he leaves. Like, it would be, like, a very logical, like, satisfying run. But I just think he is such a great fit that I hope he just sticks around.
1: Yeah. And, oh, also, uh, Keno came out to challenge uh, Kaito after mm-hmm. the match. And... Uh... That's happening on January 1st, Budokan. Mm-hmm. Thoughts on that? I I think it's fine because the real yeah. draw of that show is Muda versus Nakamura. So you yes. do Kano versus Kaido yeah. again. I heard
0: some people complain it's like they're doing this match again so quickly and it's like kind of get that but also I think this it just makes too much sense for this match to happen at Budokan. we like, have literally been yeah. banging about this exact match being the title match at Budokan for months now and that's exactly what and, they're doing because it was just it is the most logical thing. Like that's their story is like first show of the year. These two have like a big match with each other. That's literally what they've been doing for like years now. Mm-hmm. Like there's so much history built up with that. They just did it this year, where like Kano knocked out Kaito again. So you know like like when that happened, like at that point, I already kind of penciled this in. I like this is going to something they're gonna like like come back to like real soon. So yeah. This just makes perfect sense to me. Yes, you go back to the same match immediately again, but again, just the amount of history and story that is around this match, I think. Exactly. That's what I was going to it.
1: say. It's, 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 if, the, if you look at the long arc of their, their rivalry, it's fine to go back yeah. uh, this soon. And you're not even really technically the biggest draw on the show.
0: Yes, exactly. Um, like, that show is going to draw by itself. Yeah. Just based, well, we'll of, based, <laughs> off of, based off of Muta versus Nakamura.
1: Yeah. And then we go to the next day... Uh, this wasn't this is like a, I mean I called this a joint show with Dragon Gate but it really sort of wasn't sort of marketed as such it's called Global Dream and Noah mm-hmm. presents not Noah slash Dragon Gate so your mileage may vary but they did 1209 fans <laughs> Now, Paul, uh this is some stealing Dragon Gate valor if I've ever seen any yes
0: <laughs> This was just completely just just like a fucking like Parasite fish attaching yourself to the site (laughs) and just be like, hey,
1: look, we drew 1,200 fans. Uh, Now, to be fair, uh, there were Noah fans in that audience, Mm -hmm. but there was a lot of Dragon Gate fans in that audience too.
0: Because where were the Noah fans literally the day before?
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So, yeah. I mean, it definitely is a success, so, like, I guess they should do it again.
1: Yeah, 1,200 but, in Cork and Hall these days is yeah. uh, nothing to sneeze at.
0: No, but, I mean, it is kind of, you know, if you put all of your title matches on a show and you draw a fraction, like, of what the show draws with no title offenses that just has a bunch of Dragon Gate guys on it,
1: Yeah, that is not good. That's not a good sign at all. No. So, first up, uh, Yoshiki Inamura, Yasutaku Yano, and Kai Fujimura defeated uh, Mochizuki Jr., Madoka Kakuda, and Ryu, uh, Ryu Fuda in 11 minutes and 55 seconds with the Oklahoma Stampede on Inamura on Fuda. Uh, this was a lot of fun, and I like the dynamic of having Inamura in there with all of these uh, smaller guys. Mm-hmm. And I thought this was actually the third best match of the show.
0: Yeah. No, this was great. Just like Inamura just towering over everyone in there
1: basically um he was just so much taller than anyone else in the ring it was kind of absurd so i i should clarify uh the only dragon gate matches i've seen this year is the fabled uh, twin gate match from uh kobe world mm-hmm. that's uh shun skywalker and diamante versus uh, uh jackie funky Kame and um uh, jason lee and a couple of kai matches because uh, <laughs> kai rules um i think we can all agree on that right yeah it's a real tragedy he was not on the show. No, he should have been. Uh, yeah, I would have actually liked to see him uh, face some Noah guys. Um, so, yeah, uh, I'm seeing some of these wrestlers. Like Fuda, he debuted. Uh, he's like new, right? Yeah. Yeah. And this is actually, well, we'll get to who I saw for the first time, and I have some thoughts on. Okay. Uh, I think so, I have a feeling who that might be. but okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, next up, the tag team five-way, five-way elimination match. Uh, Manabu Soya and uh, Ishin. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. defeated Muhammad Yone Big, and Big Shimizu, and as well as uh, Susumu Mochizuki and Yeshushi Kanda. Now, that takes me back to a time when I did watch uh, <laughs> Toriumon. Uh, Eita, uh, yeah, Super M3K Crazy. M2K is back. It's now M3K. M3K, yeah, because Mochizuki Jr. Actually, was the first time I saw Mochizuki Jr. as well, and I thought yeah. he was great too. Eita yeah. um, uh, and Super Crazy, um, uh, Ben K and uh, Minorita, And Muhammad, you already said that. Uh, This was just an excuse. I thought this was just a standard Japanese battle royale and tag form, and it was not very good. What did you you think of Minorita? Uh, I liked him. He liked his act, right? Mm -hmm. It was a really interesting contrast uh, uh, there with uh, Ben Kay as well.
0: Yeah, because he's small, like, by Dragon Gate stance. Like, again, like, he's just, him next to Yone is just, like, who is this little, like, who is this, this little kid, basically?
1: Yeah. Uh, but I thought they, they had uh, sort of strange chemistry and weird chemistry as a team that sort of worked. Yeah. But they were, like, the highlights of the match. Like, when, cause when Minerita got thrown out and then Ben K caught him and everything like that, like, that was, like, <laughs> yeah. the best spot of the match, yeah. right?
0: Yeah. No, it wasn't a really good match like, otherwise. Like, that
1: was really, like, easily the best part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Uh, so next up we had uh, KZ, uh, Jackie Funky Kame and Yohei Kame. defeating Kame, Kame and Yohei defeating uh, uh, Ryo Saito, Saito uh, Genki Horiguchi and Nosawa Rangai in ten minutes and twenty seconds with the horizontal cradle from KZ on Nosawa. Uh, we got the full natural vibes entrance with mm-hmm. uh, 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 strong machine J break dancing and everything like that. I. Um, I actually kind of like this, uh, although it sort of got just typical more comedy uh, towards the end. But I like the Nosawa doing the Horiguchi spot with the uh, the, the the ribbon, mm-hmm. the rubber band, basically yeah. backfiring. Yeah, rubber band and basically backfiring on Nosawa <laughs> and hitting him in the face.
0: Yeah, no, Dragon Gate is really good at these kind of like comedy style matches as well. So I thought yeah. that worked that worked really really well. And you know, hey, good on the only booker man of both promotions
1: uh, taking the fall here. <laughs> yes definitely um, and then next up uh, we had uh, well X who turned out to be Satoshi Kojima defeat uh, uh, Konumama Ichikawa in 4 minutes and 22 seconds with the lariat uh, Satoshi Kojima the greatest X in we history need to talk. we, need to, we need to have a chat about Kojima's addiction to being X it's getting out of control yes, now <laughs> it's getting out of control uh, but he um he was X, ex- and this I thought this was great, actually. Like, this was good comedy yep. for a change, right? I mean, it's Ichikawa, probably arguably the best comedy worker, at least in Japanese wrestling history. You could put him up there. Just like, some sure some lucha fans that might uh, have their candidates and choices for mm-hmm. that sort of thing, right? Uh, I really like the ending because it was like Ichikawa pretending to do a Stan Hansen. He pulls out an elbow <laughs> pad and puts it on and does like the, the horns. Uh, hand gesture yeah. and yells youth and everything like that and then proceeds to fail at delivering a lariat <laughs> and then kojima just levels him yeah no, the gets like, the win.
0: I, I love ichikawa he's tremendous <laughs> yeah but also like the moment it was announced like it's x against ichikawa it's like oh this is it's gonna be kojima isn't it like literally it's like yeah. a, this is really
1: kind of the only option here, is it? Yep, for sure. And then uh, next up, uh we had uh, Atsushi Katoge, Dante Leon and Punch Tamanaga defeating Natural Vibes, Jason Lee, Strong Machine J and UT. Um I guess I was kind of expecting more from this. Uh, I mean, is that fair to say? You have Dante well, Leon, Punch, and punch Dante Tamanaga, Herbaga. like Punch isn't and very I have good. to say, I hadn't seen uh, Jason, or sorry, Strong Machine Jay, in a while, and he has mm-hmm. he hasn't improved much since I saw him last. I mean, he a has bit,
0: um, he has improved somewhat. I think it didn't really come
1: across in this match. Actually, so let me look at my notes. Mm-hmm. I actually like this match, and I thought it was structured well, because generally, punch wasn't a factor. Mm-hmm. Ut and Jason carried it for their team. Strong Machine Jay would come in and do the power spots, and then Katoge sort of carried it for his team, and then Le- Dante flew a bit. Yeah. Right. So was, I actually thought it was fine. But, yeah, I mean,
0: I like, for me, it was more, like, Dante Leon, and it's just not very good, and neither is Punch, so we really only have, like, Kotoga no. on the one side. So there's really only so much, like, UT and, like, Jason and... No, Kato I thought JJ. Jason like, was the best in this match. Yeah, like, the, like J- no, Jason Lee is awesome. Like, Jason Lee rules. Yeah,
1: Like, he, he is really, really good. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Um, and the next up, uh, we go to Yamato defeating Seki Yoshioka in 13 minutes and 14 seconds with the Galaria. You know, uh, over the years, Yamato has been hit or miss for me. I've seen him in incredible matches and I've seen him just sort of be underwhelming. Mm-hmm. And Paul, I was sort of underwhelmed by this. Yeah,
0: I think that can generally happen with Yamato matches. Like, It's actually one of the issues where like, generally when he's champion, I tend to drift away from Dragon Gate. Uh. No, right. it's kind of is because of matches just as this one. I thought the beginning of the match was actually pretty good. I liked the beginning of the match. And then it just kinda just peed out. Like I think they started off and then it just kinda settled into like just a I don't know, steady pace basically. Yeah. And then it just wrestled that until the finish. Like the one thing I was like thought of when I was watching this though was like why isn't Seiki Yoshioka the junior champion? Yeah, exactly. Why is Dante Leon the junior champion? <laughs> Why not take Yoshioka? Like, yeah, I don't
1: know. And then next up, we had uh, uh, Amakusa and Takuma Fujiwara defeating Shun Skywalker and Tadasuke uh, when um, Amakusa used a crucifix hold on Tadasuke to continue to reignite their feud. Mm-hmm. This is the first time seeing Fujiwara, and he is the real deal. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he's incredible for his level of experience.
0: Do you know get why um, everyone voted for him as a rookie of the half
1: year basically wonder yeah. yeah and then um okay so this was like Shun Skywalker and Tadasuke can they coexist and no they really couldn't mm. uh, type thing so i thought that sort of de- detracted from the match right and then like Fujiwara sort of just drifted into the background as the match went on cuz it's all about Tadasuke and Amakusa and then Tadasuke like beefing with his partner I so actually kind sort of actually kinda liked them. Beefing. fizzled out for me towards the match. As the match went on, I thought it sort of actually fizzled yeah. towards the end. But I mean, it was still good for like a good two thirds of it, maybe. Mm-hmm. I
0: don't know. To be fair, I, I didn't really mind the whole bickering and everything because I just really like Shun Skywalker's character work because I think he's really right. good at that. So, uh, I, because it was like consistent, I think, with his character. Because he can kind of, he can somewhat coexist with his Zebrats, like stablemates, but he's really kind of like not a guy that would would ever be able to like get along really kind of with everyone because he's just kind of like unhinged. <laughs> I think the best certainly way to not put an it.
1: outsider from another faction. Yes, another exactly. Who
0: is also kind of like a self-absorbed heel, just as he is, which is yeah. what Tadaski is. So to me, that kind of made like a lot a lot of sense that they really couldn't coexist. And I also like that, like in the post-match, like Skywalker was just okay, fuck you guy, fuck you, and just hit him <laughs> with the SSW as well. So, <laughs> I, I, so I, I actually, I actually really like this match. Uh, but I can see, like, where, like, maybe if you're not as familiar with like Shun Skywalker's kind of uh, stuff, where that might be like not help the match. So, but I liked it, and you know, Shun once again proving that he is right. So. He really, (laughs) Jason Lee should have listened to him because, look, he got penned by Dante Leon, and that wouldn't have happened if if Shun Shun would be the one to help him. So
1: (laughs) just proven right yet again. And next up, uh, Dragon Kid, Alejandro, Dragon, Daya, Ninja Mac, and Extreme Tiger defeated BB Hulk, uh, Hio, Diamante, Hajime Ohara, and Hiroki in 17 minutes and 14 seconds with a ninja bomb. From uh, Mac on Heo. This was definitely supposed to be like the Dragon Gate multi man sprint mm-hmm. match of the show. And I thought it mostly delivered. It wasn't like, you know, super high end, but it was a lot of fun, I thought. Second best mm-hmm. match of the show for me. Yeah. I mean, Hulk looking rough though these days. Oh boy. Yeah.
0: Oh, no, no, no. He's not been good for a while. Like his, his body yeah. is. Oh, basically I know that, but he's destroyed. looking
1: really rough. Yeah. Because yeah. I watched some of him and was it him and Kai's um, Twin Gate run? Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he's looked worse than he did even there. Yeah
0: Yeah, yeah, no, his body is just breaking down rapidly. Like he's just very limited these days. And hey, they they might get another twin get run because they're actually going to have a title challenge soon. So
1: well, I can't say that Kai should not be wearing, not be winning a title. So maybe they will win. Yeah, I mean he can just carry all of their matches. I guess. Yeah. Uh, so yeah I mean no one reinventing of the wheel but a lot of fun and mm-hmm. Mac was super over yeah it's getting the crowd to ooh and ah by the end of it
0: no I think Ninja Mac like I feel like Ninja Mac actually would be a perfect fit for Dragon Gate as well as well
1: so. well uh, he would probably be post if Shima was still in the company oh yeah yeah.
0: No, if Shima was <laughs> still it's actually kind of a miss for Shima that he didn't bring Ninja Mac into GleeD. yeah so it- yeah Uh, but i mean look i'm happy that he's at where he's at so even if he has weird short title reigns, but yeah i mean this was really just kind of a high-flying match just a bunch of guys and masks flying around including dragon Dyer actually coming out illegally in his mask you know since he lost it so actually he's not supposed to wear it but okay
1: and then uh in the main event uh, kenno and Kota Minora defeated uh, Kaito Kiyomiya and Yuki Yoshioka in 21 minutes and 53 seconds with the Enrin, which is the moonsault double knees uh, from on mm-hmm. Keno, from Keno onto Kiyomiya. Uh, I really like this match. I thought the interactions between Kaito and Minora were actually awesome. Uh, those guys have great chemistry and actually would be awesome to see them in a singles match, although I felt as the match went on, you know, you can make a legitimate critique of this that the Dragon Gate guys took the back seat to uh, Keno and Kaito.
0: Yeah, which felt made it feel even more like it was just a Noah yes. show with some Dragon Gate, like with some Dragon Gate paint, like lazily like slapped right. on top and of cause it because
1: this was just about heating up their feud, which I felt it did for the most part. Yeah, you know, I mean, it was a great match. I thought it was the best match in the show. Mm-hmm.
0: I thought it was like a little bit too, felt a little bit too gentlemanly at the times. But yeah, when they kind of actually got into kind of doing kind of the Kaito vs of stuff, I think it like improved a lot. But also, I mean, these four are all like great wrestlers. It's just that I have the same issue with Yuki Yoshioka that I have with uh, Yamato. Where like ever since he's become champion, I've watched less mm-hmm. Dragon Gate than I have previously. I don't even really have a good explanation for it. It's just kind of, I don't know, kind of drifting away from it a bit because, I don't know, I just don't find him very interesting as champion. Like, he's a good wrestler, like, he's solid. But I've kind of started dubbing him, like, Dollar Store Yamato because he's just, like, he always looks really good, but there's just this, like, next-level excitement that is always, like, missing from his title defenses, I feel like. Like, they just never really, like, super grabbed me.
1: So what do you think of Kota so, Minora,
0: though? I thought he looked great here. Oh, I love Kota Minora. Like, they, they were, there was a bit of iffiness, kind of, in the whole build-up to uh, Kobe world. But I think he's kind of, like, gotten a way better grip on his character now. And I think, like, Minora, like, they have something there with him. So I think, like, he's... I mean, he's obviously going to be, like, Dreamgate champion at some, at some point. Like, I think that's very obvious. Just the way they hold like, Build, like gold class around him and everything so yeah like i think there is like i think he still needs a bit more polish to be honest but i think like once he gets that i think he can be like very easily like the basically you know how dragon gate never has like a cl- or rarely has like a clear ace and has more like a basically just a group right. of top guys but i think he can be kind of the leader of that group of top guys potentially mm-hmm. if he gets that like Polish. So
1: there was some good stuff on the show at the beginning and towards the end, but I thought the middle sort of dragged.
0: Yeah. I thought like I thought it was just like it was an overall good show, but yeah. I, it was also a weird show because yeah. It was technically supposed to be a joint show, but it just felt so much more like a Noah mm-hmm. show. And I mean we're gonna get it again. Like they've announced that they're gonna do it again at uh,
1: WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. So, uh, if, uh, n- uh, no arresters refuse to go back to the the States, <laughs> if that doesn't happen first, cause did you hear what happened in Nakajima?
0: Oh yeah. Where he got, well, him and Marufuji yeah, got stepped Marufuji. on there. Oh yeah. Marufuji was,
1: well, Ultimo was there too.
0: Ultimo was there too. Yeah. So it was actually the <laughs> joint show. <laughs> Those are probably two of the people that are mainly organizing well, that it's... joint show at WrestleMania weekend would be Marufuji and Ultimo. Yeah.
1: And, um. God, Alberto Del Rio was there too. Although he didn't do any <laughs> sc- screwing of pay, as we know, The what the promoter faked a medical emergency and took off. And I guess Josh <laughs> Wait, that's Alexander. That's just the took classical t- promoter move. Josh, Al- I heard, I heard, faked a heart attack, but I don't know how accurate that was. <laughs> I mean, that definitely would not
0: surprise me. That is just really kind of the shitty, like, in US indie promoter move of just be like hey, can you he pay us? And then the guy just clutches his chest and was like, oh, I'm surprised that from the hospital. guys didn't get any money
1: in advance. Yeah. Um, but I, from all accounts, it sounds like Josh Alexander took control of the situation. <laughs> because I wouldn't trust Alberto Del Rio. No, no, I, I mean, absolutely
0: the... would not trust Alberto yeah, yeah. at all. Well, I mean, it should pace. have been
1: sketch. Okay, so from what I can tell, first, you broke Alberto Del Rio. And that's uh, yeah. Red Flag. This happened in New York, right? I think. Um, uh, wasn't this on the West Coast? I don't No, because Marfuji Fuji it was, was it, in New York, remember? Because he posted that picture with uh, uh, okay. uh, Brian Danielson and, and Colt Cabana. Uh, the oh, the yeah, one okay. with Brian yeah, Danielson okay. got more retweets, of course. But I, I've got to recognize yeah. former Noah superstar Colt Cabana. Um, yeah. And so you book Alberto Del Rio. This is an indie that I believe just formed earlier this year. So you can sort of connect all the dots. How they managed to convince yeah. to get the, some of the people that they got, I don't know. They must've promised them huge payouts. Yeah. Then obviously weren't yeah. able to deliver that. Yeah. So. Not a good, not yeah. a great I mean, year it, it, for it, I mean, uh, some Japanese wrestlers going over no. to the States, uh, to sketchy Indies. Anyway.
0: Yeah. Uh, but did you see Nakajima is now over on the... Nakajima is definitely over yes, on the West Yes, because he's
1: King of Indies this weekend as well. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Is that going on at the same time as Full Gear? Uh, it
0: might yeah. be. I'm not sure off the top of my head when it's actually happening. Yeah,
1: so um, I will try to see if what I can see from that show, and maybe we'll talk about it if I uh, watch some or something like that. Mm-hmm. But... I mean, it's also going to be
0: – I'm going to be curious if they're going to, like, upload maybe, like, Nakajima stuff to, like, uh, Wrestle Universe oh, that's Oh, that's right,
1: because that, uh, that stuff usually gets up there, right? Yeah,
0: because they did that with Marufuji. They did that with the Hayata title defense. Oh, it's
1: November 19th. Uh, at Wrestle Circus. So that's Friday. Oh, yeah. Friday. Okay. So not going against full gear. So, yeah.
0: No. So then, I would actually expect it maybe to go up on Wrestle Universe before uh, before
1: we record yes, next. it's a very good chance of that. Uh, so I guess the last thing with Noah is we can preview the Noah the Best 2022 at Yoyogi National Stadium Number Two. First, I'll ask you, Paul. What does this draw? <laughs> There's not much to this card.
0: No. no, no mudo
1: or anything, which probably could have saved it. This I'm I'm going to say eight nine hundred tops. I mean,
0: would. I don't remember, like, Yo-Yogi, what the last numbers there um, were,
1: but who actually even ran it last, to be honest. The New Japan l- run it? Yeah, but didn't Taichi tai Takamania happen here? I think, yeah, maybe it might have been, yeah. Uh, let's see. They, well, they drew 1,000 at I least. Can, let me see if I can find that. Let me see if I can find that quickly. Yeah. So um, we'll just start and go over it while Paul looks over, I guess it's listed as mm-hmm. the main event for the GHC national title as we talked about healed heel to Dr. Wagner Jr. versus Yoshiki Inamura. Um, I'm guessing Inamura's winning, uh, obviously, and uh, Wagner's yeah. just a transitional champion. I think that's fair to say. I think that would
0: make the most sense, like, right? because, I mean, you can
1: keep it on Wagner for, like, longer, but,
0: like, what would really be the point of doing um, that? I don't
1: know. Maybe if you had some other luchadors for him to face and have some cool matches, but uh, I think that would be it. I don't know. Um, yeah. I actually think this has a decent chance of doing well, being a decent match. I think Inamura can work well with um, with uh, Wagner. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it was your yoga. You were correct with Takahashi Mania. Yoyogi number
0: two. Uh, that one drew 1,940 oh, wow. people.
1: <laughs> they're not getting that.
0: <laughs> no, no, they're not getting that. They'll be lucky to get 1,000. Kind
1: of crowd, but. This is yeah. only marginally yeah. better if they draw than a thousand, at I think Cork and that, Hall. Yeah, you can call that a success. This <laughs> is only marginally better than a normal Cork and Hall show.
0: Yeah, well, the only really, yeah, because there's two title matches on this. Like, otherwise, this is just a full kind of yeah. Cork and Show.
1: And the next step, uh, for the junior titles again, Suji Kondo and Hajime Ohara versus that Tsushikutogi and Seki Yoshioka. Are they just gonna lose it right I back? I think maybe.
0: It'd be cool. I mean, that just confirms that they just that they just did a that they just did the title change to do yeah, the title.
1: To again. Now if they yep. lost again and Yoshioka one after this junior title, I would not complain.
0: Yeah, but I also just think that they're a better... Team than that's the other two. So.
1: Um, and then, and so another match building to Budokan Kaito Kiyomiya, Satoshi Kojima, and Masa uh, That's a cool team. Versus Keno, Katsuhiko yeah. Nakajima, and Menabu Soya. That actually could be really good.
0: Yes, that should be, that Probably that probably, I think that should be the best match on yeah. the show. Uh, like if that, that's just going to be like that great kind of Noah six man tag yeah. formula. Uh, and Soya's going to take the fall, probably, probably. I guess. Unless
1: Kiyomiya gets pinned. Um, I could see Kaito pinning Kenno Because they, they will trade wins back and forth before Budokan. I could see that. Um, yeah. But probably Soya. Um, next up, Dante, Leon, and Yohei versus Amakusa and Alejandro. I mean, if Dante, Leon is kept to a minimum, it could be a perfectly acceptable match. Or a good match, even. Yeah.
0: And I would assume that we're getting a
1: title challenge out of this from like Amakusa or yeah. Alejandro, I guess. For sure. And then next up, Takashi Sugera, Kazuyuki Fujita, and Timothy Thatcher versus Naomi Chimara Fuji, Masaki Mochizuki, and Masato Tanaka. Paul, is this a return of the M Alliance, M's Alliance?
0: Yeah, I mean, I hope so. Because they kind of they disbanded it and then they kind of talked about bringing it back, but then they didn't do it. So, but now they're teaming together again, so I wouldn't mind that. I actually kind of like Yeah, no, Alliance. I like the
1: M's Alliance too. Although poor Yuko Miyamoto disappeared one day, never to return.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was weird because they also kind of like talked about it and shoot, where they were. Like, yeah, we don't know where. Well, he is. sort
1: of came across as the guy that they could lose the ma- lose matches compared to the other guys. But then yeah. Mochizuki just started taking a bunch, of, starting doing a ton of jobs in in Noah. So, yeah. um, it, it was, I'm was, I'm thinking Mochizuki our... drops the fall here. Yeah.
0: Because I don't really see who else drops the fold unless they just actually start. I mean, if start, Thatcher's, like, if Thatcher's matches, not coming but...
1: back for, you know, he could lose. I suppose. Yeah. Next up, Daiki Inaba versus Sublime. Every time Jack Morris returns, uh, this will be good. The Inaba Morris team explodes because <laughs> they, they didn't have a they, name. Okay, Paul, am I am I not wrong? They they said they were going to form a tag team. Am, yeah, yeah, and, they did, and then they I never they teamed once or Twice. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what's
0: happened. like Maybe they're, maybe they're just going to do it again afterwards. They're like shaking hands yeah. and then the teaming again and then challenge for the tag titles. I mean,
1: but it'll be good, though. Those. Yeah.
0: Gives both of them something yeah, to sure. do. Because Morris has just been picking up wins left and right, but
1: just kind of floating around. I mean, I, I think Morris should face Kaito after January. He's been doing belt motions for like <laughs> two months now. <laughs> yeah, maybe it'll be something in like, well you got the dome but will there be a kaido title defense at the dome i don't know uh, no, I mean, maybe could be waiting
0: and i love jack morris but even if that's not supposed to be the drawing match that might be a little bit much for his first yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I know, no, 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 title no. challenge to be at no. the dome but he can definitely like put it in there as like at like a medium-sized show or so, whatever like he, he should absolutely get yeah. one that's the thing
1: for sure and what is being billed as the final Paris de Malle de Hapon match? Uh, we can only uh, hope. Yoshinari Ogawa, Yasutaku Yano, and Kai Fujimura versus Nosawa Rangai, Eita, and Super Crazy. I mean, you're putting Ogawa in there with two, like, young rookie-ish guys. Like, come on. <laughs> I mean, I... Is no, this actually going to have I a finisher, or is this just going to pa- be I I don't think it's GQ impossible again. that Yano pins Nosawa in this, actually, but they... Yeah. He's oh, done well, it that's before. Right, yeah. Paris could win. I would assume, and it's like send off.
0: They can, but like again, so does that mean? I, I mean, it could be Kai Fujimura, Pensasaba, yeah. because he's the only one in the match that hasn't been <laughs> yeah. them.
1: So, if no, if this is the final Paris, but Ada going back to Dragon Gate and super crazy going back home.
0: I don't think Ada. Like Ada already is. I don't think Ada's going back to. But Dragon he hasn't Gate. left Dragon Gate. No, but he is basically going to be, like, a part-time as well. So,
1: are they going to give Ata a new faction or new partner in Noah?
0: I could see that. Like, I could definitely see him stick around. I mean, it might also be a thing where, like, maybe he is also going to go to
1: Mexico yeah. a bit more.
0: Oh, God, the they Strix could just, have, like, left this it.
1: Nosawa retirement, just him going to Mexico for six months.
0: I mean, it might <laughs> yeah. be. He's, he's retiring in Japan. No one said he's retiring yeah. in
1: Mexico. Returns in some ridiculous gimmick. <laughs> I mean, just, like I said, he probably still has that Black Tiger oh, 7 sure, lying around somewhere, allegedly. Yeah. Um, and then, actually, one match that I'm actually quite looking forward to, Hideki Suzuki versus Shuhei Taniguchi. I think this will be a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Remember when they took
0: Taniguchi out of
1: Funky Express and we
0: thought they were going to do something? Well, like I
1: mean... Him? this is more interesting than what he was doing in funky express where they don't do it as they don't do it that much. Yeah.
0: So, but yeah, I'm I'm actually looking forward to this one. That actually should be a fun, like singles match, but I mean, it is also kind of a really far undercard Suzuki singles match. And those sometimes can go very quickly. Oh yeah. It'll be like eight minutes,
1: nine minutes. It's very possible. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Or even shorter than that. Like I remember actually him to be fair, that was on a hard hit show. Where he just won in 30 seconds.
1: <laughs> of course. And then what I assume probably opens the show is Muhammad Yone and Akatoshi Saito versus Tadasuke and Hiroki. So, you know. Yeah. Just that's a, it's a funky express yeah. opening match. So that is Noah the Best 2022. Uh, Paul, any final thoughts on. It's not the no, best card, no, it I would certainly say that. It's not, but <laughs> what are you going to do? Uh, they're obviously hold. I don't think. When this show was booked, they probably had not booked The Dome. So now they have to hold stuff off, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, And everything like that. Uh, Paul, any final thoughts on Noah or anything else? Uh, I actually recently
0: rewatched my pick for the uh, Secret Santa that will hopefully start soon. Well, I
1: guess I can't talk really uh, into details about that.
0: No, I'm not going to talk about what match it's going to be, but... uh, it, it reaffirmed my stance that this is, this is the match I'm picking for Secret Santa because I think it's an underrated classic and that's all I'm going well, to say Well, I, I,
1: I will say I've also picked my match for Secret Santa, but I'm not going to give away any more clues about that. It is a, uh, also, I think, a classic underrated match uh, as well. Uh, <laughs> that's funny. But that's what you want to do. You want to pick classic underrated matches, I think. Yeah. Yeah, that's generally been uh, yeah. my approach as well. Well, actually, one year you gave me... Um, vader uh versus uh otto Von's, and that was the first yep. otto Von's uh match i i ever saw and uh it was a lot of fun like yeah it is also one of the best otto Von's. like matches. but it's legitimately like a four-star match but literally all they do is just pummel each other like they don't do anything else yeah. there's no yeah. moves but it's no. like still somehow <laughs> dramatic because it's the round system and in, in like cwa in europe and everything and it's, of course this vader like yeah. the peak of his uh powers and everything like that right so it's somehow yeah, and the crowd is yeah. super hot so, too like it's a these massive two rotund so. men just blasting each other works for yes yeah. like they went quite a few rounds it's like a 20 minute match was it not or something like that yeah yeah it's
0: it's a really long match but it also it works with the like i think the round system really benefits Vance because he just can take a breather instead of having to do rest oh yeah
1: oh yeah that's a very good point actually yeah makes mm-hmm. sense uh, i could think of a few wrestlers that could probably benefit from a round system then Fujita actually would be a much better wrestler yes (laughs) Fujita should
0: just do that Fujita like you know he very clearly he just does whatever the fuck he wants anyway so you might as well just go to people as like look in pride we had rounds so now we're going to have rounds in my matches and Noah as well like if you don't like that I don't know fight me yeah
1: definitely all right so we'll be back in roughly two weeks because we'll have Mm -hmm. we'll be going into the final stretch of the real world tag league because it's uh, we're going to be dos- December in less than two weeks, and we'll talk about Noah the best, mm-hmm. and probably we'll have more uh, stuff to talk about in, in terms of uh, Budokan and everything like that. So um, yeah. yeah, so we will see you in. Uh, so for Gerard, so for Paul Vosh, I'm Gerard de Troil and we'll see you in two weeks.